0: Proverbs 14 and 12, there is a way. Everybody say a way. Which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. There is a way. Praise God. And I want to continue preaching today that direction is everything. Amen. I wish I could move on, but the Lord will not let me move on. And I'm going to keep preaching. Everybody say direction. The way you're heading right now means everything. Why does it mean everything? Because I've seen people get it off on the wrong direction and never made it back. Amen. In the fear of God, come on, let's pray together right now. In the name of Jesus. God, I want you to help this church today. I want you to strengthen everybody in this place. God, I want you to wrap your arms around them. I want you to love on them. I want you to teach them. I want you to help them. Oh, God, I thank you for your blessings. I thank you for guiding me, God. Thank you for being an ever-present help in the time of trouble. Thank you for being there beside us, God, being with us. Come on, lift your voice up to the Lord together right now. Come on, praise him in this place. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. I'm just going to keep on preaching. Amen. I'm going to grab my canoe and just take off if that's all right. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's a way. Everybody say there's a way. The Bible said there is a way which seemeth right, it seems right unto a man, but it goes on to tell us that but the end thereof are the ways, everybody say the ways of death. Amen. There's a direction that seems right unto humanity. And man, I, if I could ever preach this message, I could preach it in 2024. We don't need to lean upon our own understanding. Amen, but in all our ways we need to acknowledge him and the Bible said he would what? The Bible said he's gonna show you where to walk and what to do and how far to walk, when to stop, when to take off and when to... Amen, but it takes acknowledging the Lord. The Bible said there is a way that seemeth right. Everybody say it seems right. Amen, and it, it, but... The Bible said, but the end of those is the ways of, everybody say death. It doesn't say that there is a way which seemeth right unto man and the end is death. It, but it says the end are the ways of death, which tells me that man starting out trying to do right if he leans unto his own understanding. And if he does what seems right unto him, it's going to lead to the ways that lead to death. Come on, I'm going to preach to you a little while. What the Bible's trying to tell us is that our moral compass is all messed up. Amen. We were born and sinned and shaped in iniquity. The Bible's trying to tell us... We can't lead our own self. We can't guide our own self. If we do, we'll end up in trouble. My Lord, I don't want trouble in my life. I got all the birds under my saddle I want. I don't need God to put any more under my saddle. Hallelujah said if you keep doing it the way you think it ought to be done it's going to lead to the ways that lead to death and when sin is finished it's what death he said when you keep doing it your way if you ain't careful you're going to end up sinning when you thought you were doing right boy praise God I feel like I'm a day late delivering the mail Amen. Amen. Don't get mad at the messenger tonight. Don't get mad at the message tonight. Just say, Lord, I need it. If it's in that book, I need it. I want it. I got to have it. Hallelujah. 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 So if you turn it around, you say, I don't want anything to lead me unto death. What do you do? You don't do the thing that seems right unto you. He's got four rights. (laughs) Amen. One amen. You don't do what seems right. You do what is right. There's only one way to find out what is right. Well, don't you know they talked about me? Don't you know what the book said? Uh, Pray for those uh, that despitefully... uh, Come on. We got to get past how we feel and what we want to do and what we seem like ought to be right. Uh, And let's just say, hey, let's do what God said is right. Come on, everybody clap your hands. Hallelujah, well it seemed like if somebody cuts you off on the highway, you ought to cut them off. Seems right to me, amen, but if you do what seemeth right unto you, it's gonna lead to the ways of you're gonna end up falling into sin, well I didn't mean to fall into sin. It wasn't my fault, I didn't start the fight, You may not have started the fight, uh, but you started doing what seemed right to you uh, instead of what was right to the Word of God, and every time, it's trouble, my friend. Uh, Hey, man, I'm trying not to preach the same message twice, but it's kind of hard to start in the middle and just go on a little while, Uh, but I've learned how to put the blinders on and just ignore a whole lot of stuff that's going on uh, and just keep my eyes uh, on that city uh, who' builder and maker. yeah boy, I feel like shouting right now. I'm going to teach you how to be victorious in your life. Uh, you can walk out angry uh, or you can walk out victorious. Uh, it's up to you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. you got to be careful of all the thoughts that go through your mind. Man, thoughts get goofy sometimes. You can think some really ignorant stuff sometimes. Some people get all down and depressed when something goofy goes through your mind. Let me tell you, goofy thoughts going through your mind don't make you a bad person. What makes you a bad person or a good person is what you do with that thought. Hey Amen. Don't 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 feel all down in the dumps because some crazy thing happened to you, or some thought, or some dream, or well, I must be no, you're not a bad person. Uh, hey Amen. You become a bad person when you begin to dwell on something that ain't good for you. Uh, hey Amen. Uh, the Bible teaches us what to do. Uh, he said, bring every thought into captivity uh, unto the obedience of Christ. Uh, you know what that means? When you think something crazy. When you get a thought of hate go through your mind. Just put it in jail. I'm locking you up. You ain't going to mess with me no more. The Bible said in Hebrews that God divides the thoughts from the intentions. Hey, don't let the devil beat you up over thought. But if it's your intention, God... Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost backing me up right now. Huh? Hey, God's looking down upon man. Hey, and he's looking. Is that what you're wanting to do? Or is that just... Is that something you were tempted to do? Or is that your intention to do that? The difference is accidentally seeing something and Googling something. One of them is a thought. One of them is an intention. And God, you want to get off track? Let your intentions get off track. Well, you just don't know what I'm fighting. Well, I really don't. It don't matter. As long as you're fighting it, you're going to be all right. But when you start inviting it, instead of fighting it, you're in trouble, my friend. Amen. Well, praise God. I've seen people that that they're, they're, Zone was to be offended. That's where I feel comfortable. This is just a side of tracks I grew up on. I I just I feel better when people are mean to me. I feel like the victim, then that's who I really am. My Lord, get out of that garbage. Get out of the garbage. Who cares what they say? Is what they do uh, you just get your direction right uh, and just keep on walking I pray I pray God I don't want to hurt nobody I don't want to fight nobody I ain't gonna fight nobody I do my fighting on my knees I pray God God uh, if they're doing it for nefarious reasons, uh, shut the mouth of the lion. Uh, if they're not doing it, get it out of my mind. Uh, I want to love everybody. Uh, and the- <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Think about your servant of God who's looking and dividing between a thought and an intention. You may fool me, you may fool your family, but you're not gonna fool God because God's watching. He knows. And he's keeping score. A God that records everything. A God who takes people's tears and puts them in a bottle. I would hate to know that I'm the one that caused the bottle to get filled up. And God's holding the bottle. I want to be blameless. I want to live my life where nobody can put their finger on me. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I want this church to go to a new level. Come on, you got to learn how to grow up. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I played games like a child. But when you grow up, you gotta grow up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says in Acts 17 and 30, he now commandeth all men everywhere. Everybody say to repent. Every man everywhere has to repent. Praise God. You know what that means? It it don't matter the good moral man that lived down the road from you. Mr. Thomas or whatever his name was. He needed to repent. I'm telling you, this is what hangs people up. Well, I just don't think, you know, my great grandpa—he was a good man, but he didn't—he didn't know nothing about this. Blah blah. There ain't no way he—he he ain't in heaven. Well, you don't know where he's at, but I do know what this book says—that all men need to repent. Come on, don't let me cross your theology with the Word of God. The word of God is still right. So the Bible said all men everywhere need to repent. That means all men need to turn or change direction or change everything, which means when you come to God, you were going the wrong way. When you got here wherever here was, you were going the wrong way. To get God, you had to turn. Which means you are going the wrong direction. Which means God's word wants you to get going the right direction. Don't think you're gonna make it to heaven when you're going the wrong direction. If all men everywhere have to turn, you're going the wrong way until you turn. Hallelujah. I gotta I I gotta hurry up and preach. People they, they have no problem when you begin to preach about the obvious big you know, everybody, well you shouldn't do drugs. Your counselor school will tell you you shouldn't do drugs. You'd quit that smoking, you need to quit all that drinking, quit looking at all that bad stuff on the internet. Everybody pretty much they ought to agree with that. You ought to turn from that garbage and that trash and hey man, your friends on Facebook ought to be good friends. If they ain't good friends, you ought to click wherever the delete button is, or unfollow, or unsubscribe, or whatever. Amen. And, and all that's, people pretty much understand that. That's pretty, I mean, even the world comprehends that. Amen. But when you start talking about another level, when you say you have to turn from your own will. to God's will in order to get on the right path. I'm talking about even good moral people to get hung up. Getting kind of quiet in house now. Let me tell you if God manifests in the flesh said not my will but thy will be done. Don't you know you and I are going to have to say Not my will, but thy will be done, oh God. Not my will, not the way I would like it to turn out, but how you want it to turn out is the right way. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, when you turn directions from the way you were living your life, amen, you got to fully turn. I'm not talking about a Protestant turn or a Reformed Catholic turn. I'm talking about a Bible turn, a Bible repentance. Amen. When God says it, you do it. If that book says it, you do it. If the Bible said stop doing it, you stop doing it. direction everybody say direction is everything direction will determine where you end up praise God that's why you gotta be careful if you're just starting your race and you gotta be careful if your race is almost over cause direction is everything you could be a few miles from the end, but you gotta make sure uh, you keep it on the straight and narrow. Because there's a broad way that leads to destruction, uh, and you can't go that direction. Uh. There's another direction, uh. it's the straight and narrow. Well, uh. I feel Jesus in this place right now. But it's say direction. And I've watched Two types of people ruin their life by going their own direction. The first type of person is the one who didn't care about the Bible anyway. They didn't care what the Bible said. They said, I'm going to live my own life. And then there was another kind that got so far down the journey. That they wasn't going to let anybody tell them what to do. They got so self-righteous. Amen. That the word could never move them. We're talking about scary. If the word cannot move you. Amen. You're in a category I'm not going to hang out with. (laughs) Amen. That's a scary category to me. Amen. Amen. But they've got to the point where the word of God is always for somebody else. I never could help it. But every time he started preaching, him and I would start crying. Sometimes I'd get on my, I was living right. and Sometimes I'd get on my hands and knees and crawl to the altar. There's no doubt people were saying, I wonder what he's doing. The truth of the matter is he wasn't doing nothing but responding to the word of God. Trying to be sensitive. God, if there's anything in my spirit, it ain't right. I want you to be able to touch me and talk to me. Hallelujah. I want to be a teachable person. Everybody say teachable. The Bible said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Which means they're directed, which means those feet are submitted to God. Woo, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to tell you why pride destroys people because pride stops its ears. When the good men are having their steps ordered. The proud who got their ears stopped up. They're trying to figure out who's doing what. Who's wrong and what's going on. You know. The writer said there's no good thing in me. That is in my flesh if you do not comprehend this, you're going to be lost. If you do not understand that every day of your life, you've got to wake up and say, God, if you don't order these footsteps today, I'm in trouble. I don't care if you have no other reason to pray. Hey Amen. I know people go through trials and, and then they get to places where I, what my pastor used to call a breakover point. Amen, where you made it through the trial and you're on a plateau and everything is kind of calm. Let me tell you, in the breakover, you need God to order your steps just like you did in the trial. Amen. Every day of your life, got to have God. Come on, help me pray right now. Korabasa, ila bahasa, yela bababahasa, Hallelujah! 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pray every day, God, direct me today. God, direct my mind today. Direct my thoughts today. Direct my feet today. Let me do what you've called me to do today. God, don't let me step where I should not step. Don't let me say anything I should not say. Hey man, uh, this Bible said a just man. Everybody say a just man. A just man is somebody that's living according to what God wants them to do. It's the same thing as a righteous man. A just man falls. I'm talking about with the prayer life. I'm talking about doing what you're supposed to do. There's still going to be moments... Where you fall, but you gotta have the spirit, you gotta have some grit, you gotta have some fire in your belly. You can't let a root of bitterness spring up and blame everybody for why you fell. Uh, amen. Maybe it was somebody else's fault. Uh, But God uses other people sometimes. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Hey man, there's only one thing to do when you fall. What does it mean? You lost your direction. You're off track. What do you do when you fall? You get back up and you go again. This house. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Genesis, the 13th chapter, the 8th verse. The Bible said, And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we be brethren. What's it's terrible when brothers get into it. Abraham said, "Is not the whole land before thee. Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou will take the left hand, then I will go to the right hand. Abraham wasn't going to fight with nobody. Boy, I wish that spirit would get on everybody in this room. I'm not going to fight with you. If that's your pew, bless God, you can have it. I'll go the other way. Take whatever pew you want. God will take care of me. He said, if you take the left hand, I'll go to the right hand. He said, if you sit on the left side, that's where I sat the other night, and you sat down where I've been sitting for 10 years, bless God. I'll go the other side. I ain't going to fight you though. God will bless me on the right side. He'll bless me on the left side. Boy, I feel. He said, "Or if you want to go to the right hand, I'll go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes. Let me tell you, the eyes is the light of the body. Whatever you're looking at is where you're going to end up. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah even as the garden of the Lord. It was like the land of Egypt as thou comest unto Zoar Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan. And Lot journeyed eastward. Lot journeyed a different direction. And they separated themselves the one from the other. And Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan. And Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain. And here's the key. And he pitched his tent towards Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And that's the direction that Lot pitched his tent. You know what that means? That's the direction the door was. He set his door when he unzipped it. They didn't have zippers on not they? When he unlatched it or whatever they did. When he opened the door. When he used to see old Father Abraham. Now him, he's looking at the land of Sodom and Gomorrah. And wherever you're looking at, my friend. is what you're going to end up in. If you want to know why a watchman on the wall will stand up and harp against Hollywood, I don't care if it's the Disney kind, I don't care what kind it is, none of it's good. You don't know why I would harp against the places that you go on the internet and looking at perversion. This is why. Because whatever you're looking at is where you're going to end up. One day I was squirrel hunting and the squirrels were going everywhere. It was a wonderful day to squirrel hunt, And I, I walked into a 40 acre track And it was big old tall white oaks, and there was a gray squirrel. And I shot him, and I put him in my deal. And I never looked down. There was another one. And I, before you know it, I walked out on the road and I thought, where am I at? I got turned around. Because I wasn't looking at the ground. Assessing where I was at, I was just I had my eyes on them squirrels. I I feel God in this place. Huh? Somebody help me pray real fast. Hallelujah! Ila makatala bohota rabah, yela bo sharabahya, yela baba baba boko tata 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 tata, itaraboko toto toto itarababa baba boko ta yada baha. Ye Lord, ye Lord, ye Lord, ye Lord, ye Lord. I want everybody to get on track. I want everybody to stay on track. Hallelujah. I, my pastor had said when the internet first came out, he preached against it and said you don't need to be on it and you can't do it and if you have it and you need all these blockers and you need this and you need that. i want going to tell you, it, it's like... Life and technology gets to a point where you can't preach against everything because you, you don't know everything. And it's just and then one day he said he was praying and and it just confirmed it in my spirit. And he, he got up and he took, he told the church, he said, you know what? I feel like God. God invented the internet to purge his church. Praise God. Let me see somebody's phone. Praise God. Here's a pretty red one. Praise God. Thank the Lord. Think about. How old are you? A 14-year-old boy with Google. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Give me your phone. How old are you? 31. But think about a thirty-one year old married man. With Google. Praise God? God. Give me that phone, brother. How old are you? No, no, no better. Oh no, no Sixty six. Sixty six. Think about a sixty six year old man. With Google. What's the difference? Not one difference. Help me, Jesus. I'm telling you, the bride is going to go one direction. Uh, The trumpet could sound before we leave. Telling somebody today, it could happen today. It may happen 40 years from now. If it happened 40 years from now, it would be... We gotta get the direction. What pulls on men may not be the same thing that pulls on ladies. I want to tell you, ladies, you gotta learn how to get on track. The Bible said there is a way called holiness. Well, I read it today. There, you know what that means? There's a way. That means there's a direction which means you don't get to pick it and I don't get to pick it. He said, be ye holy for I am holy. Amen. Holiness begins in your innermost being of your spirit and it evolves to the outmost being of your... It's a direction the church has to go. And we can't pick it. And we can't get a board and vote what's holiness and what ain't holiness. How do you preach against Hollywood for a hundred years, uh, then all of a sudden vote that it's not? It's okay now. No, it ain't okay now. It's worse than it's ever been. Uh, hey, you can't allow yourself. Uh, <laughs> God, let your word be my compass. Let your word be my compass. In the fear of God, I'm going to preach the truth to this church. Amen. When you get to the judgment seat, you're not going to say, he did not say that. Because I'm going to say that. Amen. You can't lean unto your own understanding. There's a way that seems right. How did we get here? How, how did Pentecost get to the place where they get to pick and choose? And there's people that don't even look Pentecost, don't act Pentecost, have never experienced Pentecost. How do you get there? Somebody got off direction and nobody pulled it back. Somebody got off on another trail that was a little easier, I didn't have as many bumps or rocks or things. We're not looking for the easy way. We're looking for the right way. We're not trying to get a big crowd. We're trying to get a big rapture. He said, the 1500s, and there was people called Anabaptists and all these different splits of Christianity and people were getting the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues, and they were preaching separation, and they began to preach against jewelry in Switzerland in the 1500s, and because the Bible teaches against it, and all the the uh, Swiss jewelry people, they had to learn a new trade. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost. They quit making. Uh, wedding bands and necklaces and all this stuff. And they said, we're going to have to learn how to make watches. You wonder why the best watches come from Switzerland. Because they got put out of business by a preacher. Boy, I feel like shouting right now. How did we get there to where it's okay now? I'm just I'm just pouring my heart out I don't want anybody to think that it's alright if Peter said don't do it and Paul said don't do it this man of God's not going to say it's okay hey without making people feel uncomfortable I'm not trying to beat people up I try to do everything in love, but I have to tell you, the Bible said don't do it. The Bible said let your ornaments be on the inside. A quiet and a meek spirit. Hey Amen. Why, why, would, why would Peter and Paul, well, let's just talk about it a while. Why, why would they do that? Why would they say that? Let me tell you why. Because there was a, a, an angel named Lucifer that had a bunch of jewelry on And God's the one that put the jewelry on him. Uh, And the intention was, God said, you're going to reflect my glory. Sounds like a good idea to me. But Then one day, all that beautiful jewelry caused Lucifer to be lifted up. My Lord, look at all these. He got so lifted up, God had to kick him out. Yeah, that's right. Amen. When the children of Israel were leaving Egypt, God said, go, I want you to go to your neighbor's house. Get all their jewelry. Get every gold and silver, everything they got. Put it in your pockets and you're going to spoil the Egyptians. You're going to walk out of there with everything. I believe God's intentions were that they were going to build the temple, all the furniture, all the stuff of gold. And if you read about... What it was supposed to be built like, it would have took a lot of gold. But he didn't just say, don't put it on. He just said, put it in your pocket and carry it off." And all of a sudden, they began to put it on. on. They began to get lifted up. You get later on into the prophets, and God saying, I'm sick of it. I hear all your jingling and your jangling and all your goofy jewelry he said take all that garbage off so I even know what to do with you Moses goes up on the mountain he's with God he's gone 40 days and the people began to make a golden calf just like they'd come out of boy it fires God up I told you to spoil the Egyptians. Now you done built an idol. He said, you you grind it up. Moses takes that golden calf and he grinds it up. And he puts it in the water and he says, now you drink it. Why would you drink it? Because I'm setting a precedent. Your jewelry is going to be on the inside from here on out. I've seen what happens uh, when... Well, hallelujah! Somebody told me they said, "Well, uh, you know, if I don't if I don't wear uh, my wedding band, then uh, you know all the guys are gonna be hitting on me." Like well, if you act like you're married, they won't. A wedding band don't mean nothing. They're committing adultery every day with jewelry on. It means nothing. Your heart means everything. How you act, your morals, your being means everything. Come on, let's love the Lord together. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. My Lord, I, I, God, I hope I'm going the right direction right now. Somehow they began to vote in after it had been preached against and for many years they began to let stuff in and they would just let it just well you can't do no big deal you know no big diamonds it's just got to be something real small you know cause you can't you don't want it to be like an ornament well when you're off direction and you just keep going down that path All of a sudden, somebody said, boy, honey, can I have a, I just had one little, and somebody's honey got one little one, and then somebody else's honey said, honey, they got a little one, you know we got more money than they got, can I get one just a little bit bigger? And somehow it got to where they're carrying boulders on their hands. They can't even lift their hands with the praise God without staring at them. If you don't think it'll affect you, it'll destroy your... It'll ruin your anointing. It'll take away your purity. It'll mess your walk with God up. Hey, I want everybody to have everything they could. But if God's against something, let's not vote stuff in. Hallelujah. Praise God. Boy, I'm having fun right now. Just trying. You you know what? If you you get the right things on your mind, you'll keep going the right way. Amen. When they were traveling out of Egypt... God said, I, this is how we're going to do it. I want, the, I want the tabernacle to be set up in the very middle. Yeah. This is where you're going to build the tabernacle. Bring me one of them chairs, Sebastian. Hey, Amen. Yeah, give it to me, man. Praise God. We're going to put the tabernacle in the very middle. Come on. Praise God. Come here, Dan. Yeah. Come here, Neftali, and Judah and Asher. Come on, all y'all. Praise God! This is how we're gonna do it while we're traveling from Egypt to the Promised Land. This is how we're gonna do it. I know there's a bunch of y'all, like six hundred thousand men, so I want you to get all your family, okay? And y'all gonna stand right here, and you're gonna pitch your tent. That chair right there. That's the tabernacle. Come here, Judah. When it's time to camp, this is how we're going to camp. Praise God. Praise God. This is Benjamin, the smallest of the tribes. Come here, Philip. Come here, all 'all, y'all taking pictures of me. Praise God. No more than 12 now. Hang on. All right, y'all, come on. Come on. Praise God. Now, when you see a pillar of fire, we're going to follow it, okay? When the Spirit's moving, we're going to follow the fire. The pillar of clouds moving, we're going to follow it. We're going to stay in that direction. Y'all can come up here. One more? Okay. Well, maybe there's a half tribe of Manasseh. <laughs> Get Mary Lanky. Nobody, we don't know how to count anyway, probably. We're all homeschooled. Amen. Praise God. Look here. When the fire's moving, you follow it. And when the cloud's moving, you follow it. But when I camp, this is how I want you to line up. And I want every one of you to be facing that tabernacle. You're going to get up and you're going to go gather manna. And when you come back to your house, the last thing in the evening you're going to do is you're going to look at that tabernacle. And in the morning when you get up and you unlatch that tent, you're going to be looking at the tabernacle. I want your focus to be on that tabernacle. I don't want you looking to the right hand. And I don't want you looking to the left hand. I want you looking at the tent. I'll tell you, if we just get our focus right, we'd get rid of a lot of problems in our life, a lot of ways. Just... i tell you, if you wake up worried about what somebody else is doing, you pitched your tent in the wrong direction. But if you wake up saying, I can't wait to get to the house of God. uh, I want to pray again. uh, You're facing the right direction. Hallelujah. The tabernacle had different dimensions and it looked different from different angles. Praise God. So this guy's view when he walks out his tent May be a little bit different from old brother Wayland. Praise God! Ain't that right? Praise God! And his view from his side of look may be a little different from what's going on on that side. But it don't matter as long as the focus is the tabernacle. to tell you is there's people that come from all walks of life. Some of them never had a father in their life. So they're going to see the tabernacle a certain way. It filled a certain void in their life. There were other people that were abused as a young person. So they're going to see the tabernacle a little bit different than what they see. There's going to be some people that never knew about the tabernacle uh, until they were grown, uh, so they're going to see it a little different than you see it, but it don't matter how you see it, it matters what direction you're facing. Ramos, Shatarababa, Hatayelabo, Yelabosa. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together with me. Shalabacataya, not a I'll tell you something, Simon Peter never began to sink until he took his eyes off the master. I feel like this is so simple. I I hope I'm not bothering anybody by my elementary preaching. Simon Peter, he had enough faith to get out of the boat. He began a miracle life. Who wouldn't want to experience that? Be able to walk on water. And it was all perfect. As long as he was locked in the right direction. the moment he began to let anxiety get a hold of him he began to think about how far God had really brought him and he got nervous maybe thinking about "Uh -uh, I can't do this I'm just a human being and when he took his eyes off of the master he lost his direction and everything began to implode. Boy, I feel Jesus in this place. Amen, I, I think it's time, amen, for people to just say, oh, just leave me out of it. Let, let, let me walk the path. Amen, I began to preach the first part of this Sunday morning. Sister Monks called me after or texted me after church and she said I, I couldn't help but think of that song Don't Let Me Walk Too Far From Calvary God help this church I feel the Holy Ghost in this place I was praying today I began to think about if, if the Lord were to come back would people be ready to meet him? Amen. Why, why would you think something like that? Well, the reason I would think something like that is because I've got a job to shepherd this church. Amen. It ain't like I uh, put in a resume to get this job. I got a phone call. Amen. I got a mandate. Amen. I didn't apply for it. God gave me this job. And it was to get people ready to meet him. Amen. It was a dear lady named Sister Lynn Drennan on a Sunday morning. I preached something. I don't even know what I preached. But she was going through a little trial in her life. And she was aggravated at a few people. You just had to know her. She was a special person. And I preached that morning. I was preaching hard. Maybe harder than I am right now. Amen. And she was the last one to leave. She stood right here in front of this pulpit and she rocked back and forth praying and speaking in tongues saying, God, I want to be right. The last time I seen Sister Lynn was right there. She went to meet the Lord. Ain't a doubt in my mind she was ready to go. I want to be ready I don't want anything to get in my heart I don't want anything to get in my spirit Amen I got My mind's made up I want to live every day of my life Brother Gita I want to have a breakthrough every day There was a preacher not long ago I was talking to him And he said He said, I don't know why people preach that that people need a breakthrough every day. They're they're putting such a heavy burden on people. And I looked at him like, what? I said, do you know what day you're going to meet the Lord? If I knew what day it was, I would tell you, make sure that day you get a breakthrough. Breakthrough. But I don't know when the thief cometh. Is what the Bible said. The Bible said he's coming like a thief in the night. So so be ready. Be going the right direction. Be on the right path. Have the right focus. Amen. Stand together with me. Lift your hands to the Lord together. God help us. Hey Rama, Hare and Hare Rama, Hare Hallelujah 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to tell you that direction is everything. and I want to make light of it, but everybody has faults and things. But I want to tell you, you better wake up every day. And you better say, God, help me walk the right direction today. I've never found another way to do this other than find a place to pray. Open up this Word of God. Let it speak to me every day. Every day. Thank you, Jesus. If you'll wake up with a submitted heart, with a submitted spirit, God will put you on the right path. But it's it's the defiant. It's the defiant that get off track and they seems like they'd never get back on trial. And I'm not talking about perfect people. If you've ever studied the life of David, you know it's not about perfection. Right. But you always watch David. He does some knucklehead things. I confess I've done knucklehead things. But if I could confess for you, You've done some knucklehead. But every time David did something knucklehead, and he heard the word, first of all, he had a man of God in his life. And you start shutting out the man of God where he can't speak truth into you, it'll be hard for you to find an altar of repentance. But David always had somebody, namely Nathan, That he gave that man authority. David was the king. But he gave a little, a little man, a little prophet named Nathan. He gave him permission to speak into his life. And it was the man with no authority that told the man with all authority, You're the man. And you watch David's response, it's always like, You got me. You got me. There's too many people sit on pews and act like nobody's ever got them. I preached in Guy, Arkansas one time and a rank sinner came off the street that night, come sat on the front row and I was throwing down. I preached against, I I just throwing down. And every time I'd say something, this long-haired hippie, pothead on the front row, He'd raise his hand, and he'd go. I kept on preaching he go. He could have sat there. On. but that man that day, before he left, he was speaking in tongues full of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah being off track ain't the end of the world <laughs> it's only the end if you make it the end all you gotta do is just keep on sorry God it's me again let's try this one more time I'm not gonna say that again I'm not gonna run anybody else off the road I'm not going to blow my horn at nobody else. I'm not going to blast anybody out on Facebook anymore. I'm not going to pop anybody in the head against my pew. Praise God. You, you, you can have a, a right heart and do it the wrong way. You can have a love for God and do everything the wrong way. Come here, Brother Willie. We're almost through preaching. This is my friend and uh, he told me a story a couple months ago and he said pastor I I, I was inviting a, a guy in my neighborhood to church and he said there ain't no God I said yeah there is this is Willie's story <laughs> he said yeah and that guy said there ain't no God I ain't going to church with you and Willie said I started looking for a stick I was fixing well you can't beat people up give them church I love your heart you got to pray for him. you got to speak you gotta amen we can all have the desire to do right but but not do it right but you got to say God get me back on track not evil people just well, they mess up every now and then. Say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing. You gotta remember, we all grew up under different roofs. And my daddy wasn't like your daddy, and my mama wasn't like your mama, and we did things different out where we come from. But when I when I got in the church realize I, Sister Trisha, I got a new culture now I'm not a hillbilly no more we used to pick up sticks too we don't do that no more cause I got a new culture Set up is smite you on the cheek you, you can't pick up a stick the Bible says you got to turn well, I got off track just get back on track I did it wrong I told it's okay it's alright just get back on track go back to the altar people have and I, I should be through but I've always mentioned that people got all kind of temptations and that yours are different than mine mine are different from yours and I shake my head at some of the things that people get hung up about, but then they giggle about what would hang me up. But you know you. And I know me. and God knows us all. God's not willing that any should perish. feel the Holy Ghost you know this Bible says whatever you bring into your tent you will become like it yes, amen. can you imagine sitting down with your babies and watching some kind of Netflix move you're putting a spirit on them you're putting an appetite for inter- worldly entertainment That will always be a pull to them. Whatever it is, my friend. I feel the Holy Ghost. Whatever it is, just... Let's just realign tonight. Say, Lord, work on my spirit. Could I get some honest people in the room? Man, God, teach me the right way. Teach me, God. Teach me how you would do things. Show me, God, how you would handle things. What would be in your house and what would you get rid of? God, what, where's, what clothing would you keep? God, what clothing would you get rid of? What books would you keep, God? What books would you burn? What sites would you visit on the internet? What sites would you make sure you never went to, God? God, help me to stay on track. Come on, in the fear of God, let's pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Oh, yeah, I'm not a Oh, keep me going the right way, God. Ooh. Come on, let God hear you cry out. Come on, let God see your repentant heart. Come on, let God see your sincerity. Don't let me get too far, God. Come on, in Jesus' name.